Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 117 of Getting It Out Podcast. That was Demacles out of Norway with the song It's Closing Time. Uh, you can you can check them out at the link below. I, I know I'm probably saying their name wrong. Uh, it's spelled D-A-M-O-K-L-E-S. They're from Oslo, Norway, and they got this really cool sound. Post-punk, post-hardcore, post-something. It's anything, everything but Post Malone. I think you can put it put in there. Um, anyway, it's a good it's a good sound. I enjoyed it. Uh, they they sent that song to me uh, at dan at gettingitout.net. That's my email address. And uh, you you if you were in a band are more than welcome to always do that. I love I love when people send in their songs. And I love playing them on the show. This one particularly cool. Never saw it coming, and uh, really glad it came by. Uh, glad this band is now on my radar. Going to be looking out for some of their new stuff in the future, and you should too. Check them out. Support them. They're from Norway, right? Did I already say that? Probably. Well, whatever. Um, on this episode, I got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I got, first up, Balbareth of Ghost. That's G-O-S-T, Ghost. Not the other G-H-O-S-T, Ghost, that uh, you, that most people are familiar with. This is a different Ghost, um, but it, it's totally different sound, too. Uh, f- familiar familiar uh, makeup, maybe, but... <laughs> different different ghosts um and it's a guy that i have a little bit of a history with um and uh, we talked a little bit about that very briefly in in the interview and i gotta tell you this was this was recorded uh back in january like maybe maybe it was february maybe early february whatever it was you know a while ago is my point and it did i never i never used it because it's short right but it's it's only short because i had to cut out so much stuff uh because we had really bad reception he was driving uh, on his while on tour, and that that just happens sometimes, and it sucks. And it was kind of kind of a bummer because I was I I, I hadn't I was reconnecting with him from a while ago, even though he had no idea. <laughs> but you know, so but 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 anyway, I I, I figured now is the time to use it because this one's a little bit shorter, and the next one is a little bit shorter. So it, so if 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 you're listening to this and something sounds a little bit off, yeah, there were some pieces cut out because calls kept dropping or if you hear us say we dropped out and it you and you didn't hear it that's what happened i cut it out i didn't make you listen to the to the gaps of silence like like i sometimes do so uh so yeah so that's that's first interview is with balbareth of ghost and uh and that's that's a totally different sound from from what i usually play on here all right you know you know me i play what i want on here i do i do it however i want to do it uh, the, the the people who are new from the last couple episodes, the last couple episodes were like on site and living in fear, which is like you know straight up hardcore bands. Uh, sorry, you, you came to the wrong episode if you're looking for more of that. This is we're going to be all over the place in this one because first is is Ghost, which is like you know I don't know how to describe it other than it's a synth wave. Uh, it's you might call it techno. I don't know. It's it's kind of rave music. It's kind of uh, I don't I I don't know how we classify it, and I never will. But uh, you know I don't mind it. So. That's what we're gonna do. Um, it's electronic, right? We're living in the fucking future, baby. Uh, so, <laughs> so listen to Ghost. Anyway, moving on. The other, the other part of, of this episode is an interview I did with uh, yet another married couple in a band, Johanna and Nick of uh, Lucifer, and uh, we had a good chat about the, mostly about their record that just came out, Lucifer Three. And the usual COVID-19 bullshit, but you know we'll get to that when we get to that first. But hey, hey you know what? Actually, let's. Let's not do the the always awful 
uh, Getting It Out podcast rap song this time around since we got so much going on. Let's just go right into a to a song from Ghost and then hop into that interview. Then I'll pop back on and lead you back out. And, you know, whatever. Here, okay, here's here's uh, ligature marks by Ghost, and then uh, my conversation with Balbara.
what's up? Hey, what's right, up, man? Oh, you're all good. Okay, we're good. Good, good. Hey, well, uh, thank you for doing this. I've I've actually been trying to get, trying to get you here for for a little while because because uh, you and I actually have a little bit of a shared history here, as far as I remember. Um, and uh, that is that you had a tape label. Does that sound correct? No, say that last little bit again. You dropped like, out for a second. You had you had a tape label. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you put out my record. Oh no shit! Yeah. Hold on. I was That's cool I, as fuck. I was. Uh, Why? Well, I, I, I used to speak to you. I was. It was uh, in Pleasant Living. I was a singer for Pleasant Living. Oh yeah. That's right. So, so I've been like, I've been watching you do this. I saw you were doing this back then, and now it's going so well for you. So, I, I, th- I think that's very cool. It's a very cool thing to watch. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's been fucking. It's been pretty crazy. Uh, you keep dropping out. I think. <laughs> I'm, yeah, the service should get a little bit better as I drive. <laughs> it's all good. So, um, you so. Hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, okay. So what? When did like so? So I've been a little privy to Ghost this whole thing as as it's been happening. But when did this actually start? Um, probably around like um, 2010, maybe 2011 is when I really started messing around with it, trying to make electronic music. It was just a totally different thing. I've always played in bands, you know. So right. I spent like three or three years or so just trying to figure out how to do everything. But yeah, it's probably like 2010. Right. So you, I mean, I, I just be just based on our our conversations from years ago, like so you've always been into like underground music, basically. We'll just that's that's the blanket term, right? Underground music, whatever we want to call it. So yeah. Like, for sure. So what made you like do, like what made you want to make the jump to electronic? Like what was the big what was the big push? I just uh, got tired of uh, the whole band experience, you know, just uh, dealing with so many personalities and, you know, having to share creative control with, with things. And uh, basically I had my second child and I just wanted to stay at home. But yeah. now that, that obviously didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, now, now you've been, you've been out, you're out on the road a shit ton. And, and I totally, I, I completely understand the working on your own thing. Like, like so, obviously, you know, I did I did pleasant living, and that didn't last very long because we didn't get along. You know, I had to deal with other people, yeah. and and now, like, so I've been doing this thing, this podcast thing, getting it out podcast found for a little over two years, and it's just me, and this, and I don't have to fuck with anybody else, and I just get to do this, sit in my basement, drink some beers, and talk to some people, and it's it was way more enjoyable yeah. just doing doing it all on my own. You know, definitely, definitely. So you. Like, this thing ghost has has evolved um, over the years, right? I, I'm listening to Valediction. It's it's a lot darker of a record than than your previous releases. How did you make the decision to, or why did you make the decision to take it in that direction? Um, I don't know. I just was trying to do something a little bit different than what you know. I try to change a little bit each time, but not completely. Uh, just based on what I'm listening to at the time, really, man. I mean. Even the little way I changed the way it looks and everything, it's just based on just how I am personally at the time, to be honest. It's just, uh, I don't know, I'm a pretty 
fickle person. I change a lot. Like I change like what I wear a lot, things like that. So the project is just another part of my life, I guess. So it's just a natural thing for me. What? Nothing I do on purpose. Right, right. So is is this like so? You, Ghost Ghost is the name of the project, and you go under Balbareth, right? Yeah. And like, so I mean, I so, so I is it? Are you intentionally not putting your identity out there for? I was. I was at first. I tried. It didn't work. It so. didn't work. Yeah. No. So, so now I don't care. I mean, they have like my date of birth and my address on Google. It's fucking ridiculous. It is. You know, I like. I so so I I I didn't know if I I knew like special information. You know. You know what I mean. So like I. Yeah, yeah. So because I looked at we like I saw like old emails from us, but I I, I uh, like you know when I searched my inbox uh, with your name, but uh. Then I but then I just put ghost in Google and it had your name right there and I said oh well shit I guess this was this is not a secret anymore who this guy is do no, we, no. Are, 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 do you, do you, are fans do you have are are your fans that that into this that they like search you out and <laughs> some of them are yeah they, they some of them have like tattooed like I've signed their arm and they've tattooed that shit it's <laughs> fucking wild that's that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So and especially Europeans, they're they're completely different. I was gonna person. I was gonna ask you about that. Like, d- d- all right. So I'm I'm skipping a few things that I wanted to say, but I feel like like this whole th- like this this genre that you do is not something that I ever imagined uh, taking taking hold, especially in, yeah. this, in this country, right? And yeah. yet it seems is this something is this something you created? Oh no! Well, I mean, it's, I think each project within that's kind of doing well within the whole synthwave whatever moniker. Uh, yeah. I think that every all of us are doing something kind of different. I mean, I don't think I started anything. Uh, maybe as the projects evolved, it's kind of become its own thing, you know. So I don't know. I don't know what it is anymore. I don't know what <laughs> genre it is anymore. So. You know what I mean? It's just I don't I don't think I started anything. Maybe I just changed something that was already there a little bit. Well, it's e- you know, either 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 way. It's pretty it's pretty cool because there's not there's not a lot of you guys doing this. And uh, for for a while, you're just operating kind of as a one man thing, right? Yeah, definitely. And and then like what what, what point did did you start uh, finding you could jump on like these metal tours and play yeah. these play these big uh, shows? What was that, dude? You dropped out for like oh, sorry. probably four words. Um, when when was it that you realized you could you could uh, like cross over with these and do these big metal tours and 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 have it go over? Well, because we I signed with uh, that label Blood Music and you know it's mainly metal, and so we tried to hook up with all the electronic people like the press, the festivals, and they just none of them wanted anything to do with us. And so he was like, "Fuck it, we'll try metal," and all the metal people liked it, so. That's pretty much it. I mean, once once a few metal fucking people talk about your shit, then all the festivals are like, oh, okay, I guess it's metal. We can put you on the festival. So, yeah, I don't know. I, just because of Blood Music, probably. Because I don't think... Go ahead. Early on, you know, I, it wasn't metal at all, even yeah. when I first started playing metal shows. So, yeah, I think it's just that, just the connection to the label. Well, I think the first time I saw, I saw your name, I saw you on a big show was... Uh, was I was still living in Baltimore. I've moved from Baltimore since, but I, I was still living in Baltimore, and I saw 
you on the lineup for uh, oh shit? What was the thing that Death Fest guys Days of Darkness Fest or some or something? Yeah, yeah, and it and it was and and that's where that's the first time where I was like, is this is this the same the same guy? And I didn't put it together for for a while, but that was kind of a different fest. That wasn't like all all metal. That was like Blue Oyster Cult would play. You know, it'd be something like that. But now, yeah, like, yeah, totally. now I see you popping up on you know Mayhem tours, Black Dye Murder tours, like you know, and and I and like all right. So I haven't been to any of those shows. How do how do you go over at these shows? Uh, usually it's really awesome. I mean, it depends on where they where they put me in the you know during the day. Like if they wait to, they, a lot of times I'll put us last, like after everything when everybody's just drunk oh, and really? shit. So yeah. everybody has a good time. They don't care. Yeah, but, you know if it's like earlier on. It's a little more tame. Yeah. I mean, we've never had like anybody boo us yet or anything. <laughs> so <laughs> yet, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's always it, it can happen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. it might it might be fun. You know, you never know. Yeah, you, maybe like, I don't know. Well, at this point on stage, it's it's you and you have a do you have a bass player? Is that how it's working now? Yeah. Yeah, and so like you said, you you don't know how this thing's gonna evolve, but it's is it possible that Ghost just eventually evolves into a full band? I mean, probably, dude. Yeah. <laughs> if it keeps going, you know, in an upward trend, and I, I keep being able to do things, then I mean, yeah, I'll just come full circle and get myself back into a bunch of bullshit ego problems with <laughs> musicians. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's probably how it'll end up. Yeah, and then you'll, you'll end up love, hating the thing you loved, you know, the normal normal life yeah. cycle. Yeah, it's such <laughs> yeah. his life, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so like, I, being, I go back to, like, obviously being into, like, underground music for years, um, did, did you ever imagine that, like, the tours, you would end up touring with Mayhem doing this kind of music? Like, no. Like, no, it's goofy, man. People are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely goofy. It is, but but like you you mentioned before, the the Europeans are different. How how much different is your music received over there than over here? Um, people are just a little more like manic ab- about it in Europe, uh, but they're like that about everything. You know, they just kind of freak out about shit a little more than Americans are like. Well, I've seen it before. Who cares? Yeah, we're over everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah everybody <laughs> yeah. here's so jaded. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 more fun. But but we've had we have good shows here too. I mean, like L.A. on this tour was fucking crazy. So I mean, it's just a little different. They're a little more childish about it. You know what I mean? Like like when you're young and you have a favorite band and you're like you'll freak out if you see them. They're yeah, kind of like that. Wow, that's it that's got to be a bit a bit a bit much. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I imagine it's got to be a bit much when you're when you're the guy when it's just you. You know? Yeah. I'm in that. Yeah, there's like I was the first time I went to Russia. There were like people meeting me that were like fucking literally crying. That's weird. I mean, it was like I mean, like yeah, I'm just a dipshit from Texas. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, dude, I I I can't imagine. And I, like I know the, this this type of music always not this type of I don't, I don't I keep I keep saying shit like this type of music because I don't know how to I don't know how to whatever puts you in a box. But I think that's kind of what's cool <laughs> yeah. about it. Um, but like I, I know everybody always repre- references like John Carpenter as like this big influence. But is is there like a a a, a different but also equal kind of influence for you musically? With this yeah, music? I mean, uh, like 
uh, Depeche Mode's a big influence on it constantly. They just I've always I've listened to that band since I was really young. So I pull a lot of like vibes from them and I mean, I also just a lot of current music. Uh, if I hear something I like, then I'm gonna, I'll just be like, I'm going to scoop that little piece of that music away and just steal it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you steal enough things, it becomes original. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. Steal all you want. Nobody's going to catch you. The <laughs> <laughs> but, but, it's, but, all right, so it seems like, I don't know, maybe this is maybe this is just me not, not being naive about it, but it seems like... Uh, electronic music is a little more universal like my, like my, my wife is from italy and she always we watched some show the other day and some techno shit came on and she was like this is that that's the way it is everywhere else but here like uh, yeah like everybody else loves it and but, but and you know it's, it goes over pretty decent here but you know not like not like everybody not like everywhere else but um like no, so people don't like to dance here anymore though you know what i mean it's not like disco's dead and we just like to go out and get shit face drunk, I guess. No fun. <laughs> no, you gotta hate stuff. I was thinking about that the other day. All right, I, I was I was leaving. I was telling my wife I was leaving the gym. I go to the gym on my lunch break like a real jock, and uh, I was I was leaving the gym. And there's a there's a there's a Dollar Tree next door, a Dollar General, a Dollar Tree, whatever. It's a dollar store. It smells like cigarettes, like they all do. You know, like anybody yeah, ever tells yeah. you that there's that there's that there's not a this that there's a not a connection between being poor and smoking has never smelled the inside of a dollar store. But, uh, <laughs> no doubt. So, so anyway, this old lady's walking out and I see her, she's, she's pushing a cart and she's got her walker in the cart and she's like walking across the street. And like, I'm not kidding. You know, she just looks miserable. And I think like, I bet this woman just sits around and smokes cigarettes and just complains all day long. And I bet she's so happy. Like, I, I, like, I was, like, I bet, like, this is like, like anytime something new that comes up to complain about, she's probably, like, yes, here we go. I got a new topic. And I think this is kind of yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. America's fucking depressed right now. It sucks. <laughs> Whatever. Well, you're about to, you're about to, you're, you're on a tour through the country right now, right? Yeah. 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 We just played Phoenix last night. And is it so... And I, is it just you? I just no, no. Oh, oh, on the tour, yeah. yeah. And then like local support here and there every night. So, yeah. So what do so, what do local promoters do for local support for you? Do they go all metal or electronic or kind uh, of combination? Some of them, some of them are metal. Some of them are like more like regular synthwave type stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then there's just a bunch of weird shit that I don't know what to call it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like goth scene shit, you know that that that's a deep rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was this, <laughs> when, when I was living in Baltimore. There was this club called Club Orpheus that we, we all we always talked about going to. And I don't know how many people ever actually did. I think quite a few did, but it's just a goth club. But we just love the mystery yeah. of what happens in there, you know. And I'm, pr- I'm I'm sure it was it wasn't that weird, but it was more fun to me to leave it a mystery. Yeah. It dropped out. I yeah, I lost please. you there at the end. That's all right. Um, so, so when you when you wrap up this tour, shortly after you're going to go on a European tour, um, and like I know people say your na- your band name wrong all the time. They call you Ghost, right? Yep, yep. That's the that seems to be the universal standard. <laughs> so, so that's but the I, name now. Is it? Did, did you give in? I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> just, I'm tired of. <laughs> I just lost you again. There. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but 
is would would like a can you use like a umlaut or something? Yeah, maybe I need yeah. to do that. <laughs> All right, well, I don't so, be an umlaut band, though. Yeah, no, it's kind of a yeah. There's only one, but you know, well, two. All right, there's two. There's two yeah. decent ones. Um, so I'll let you go here here in a second, but uh, I want to go over this this tour. So you're doing this tour uh, with, and I'm going to say their name wrong because I don't know how to say that word. Is it Svart Crown? Oh, in Europe? Yeah. Svart Crown? Yeah, I don't know. Svart They're Crown. French, I think. Is that what that is? Yeah, I think. That's Svart <laughs> Crown. They, they work with... Dude, my service is like really crummy right now. That's all right, dude. It's 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 all good. But look, let's just let's just uh, wrap it up. I'll keep it a short one, and uh, and I'll make what we have work. All right, man. I'm sorry, dude. Sucks. Yeah, I, we just don't have time to like sit still. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't blame you. I get it. I, I, this this is uh, pretty common. You know, I talk to a lot of people oh, on okay. tour, so so yeah. So <laughs> okay. don't worry about it. Yeah, we'll make it work. All right. But hey, man, glad glad to see this is going well for you. Um, I think it's pretty cool. And uh, uh, best of luck out there. Yeah, man. Thanks, dude. It's good to talk to you. Hey, Take so. care. Yep, later. Yeah. Hey.
See, there you go. Nice and short with Balbareth. Uh, I wonder if I'm saying that correctly. You know how much stuff I'm probably mispronouncing on this episode? I bet it's uh, I bet it's a lot. It's possible that I'm mispronouncing every guest's name and uh, two out of three bands' names so far. But, you know, whatever. Uh, that's that's just the way it is, I guess. That's what happens when you go all uh, in an ash and all like that. It's the melting pot of podcasts here on Get In and Out Podcast. Uh, I only care about uh, things in a melting pot, right? That's the way, uh, in my mind, uh, New Yorkers talk. So if you're from New York, I don't apologize. Uh, but I also, I, I don't mean it either. Uh, you, know, well, you know what? I do mean it. I just lighten up. Is all I'm saying. Maybe I need to lighten up. I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on right now. Um, but that was that was like I said, my conversation with with Balbareth of Ghost. Um, if you if you happen to catch him out on tour anytime, then back when this was rec- back when that was recorded, or anytime in the future, uh, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Lighten up and uh, relax and uh, do some dancing and screaming. I don't. You know, if you listen to his to his earlier earlier songs, they were definitely way more dancey. And uh, way more uh, European, I guess I would I would call them. And now there's definitely a lot more black metal going on, which you heard on the two songs we played here. That one that I just played at the end of that interview, that was called uh, which one was that? That was that was wrapped in wax. And both those songs are off of Valediction, Valediction, which came out on uh, on Century Media like last October or something. Um, and speaking of Century Media, uh, the next interview. Also features an act from Century Media, and that's Lucifer. Um, Lucifer came out hot. I don't know if you remember. They came out hot. Uh, before the first album even dropped, I believe they were on the cover of uh, Decibel. Um, I remember that happening. I don't. I don't. I think. I think that's accurate. But uh, you know, they they were a big deal to start, and uh, they still seem to have kept that same level. Um, uh, they, they they tour here quite often. They just released their third album of uh, pretty badass uh, heavy. It's just you know it's just heavy rock and roll. You can, you might call it metal. I don't I don't know if I would, but it's just uh yeah fuck it it's metal. Uh, the term retro is stupid, but you can use that. Um, it's just uh it's just good. It's good old fashioned rock music, and uh, I enjoy it. And for those of you who wonder when I'm gonna open my beer in each episode, it's uh it's now. Did you hear that though? It, it opened weird. This one has a, has a lid like cat food. <laughs> it like the whole the whole top peels off. Uh, but that's all right. Hey, I've been working through this, my beer stash. I might have mentioned that in the past couple episodes, but I'm working through it now. This this one that I'm opening up here, it's from uh, Sly Fox and Stouts. It's a Black Flag. It's a Black Flag, Black Black Flag Tribute Black Lager. So that's what it's called, Black Lager. And it has the uh, Black Flag ripoff logo, and I appreciate that about it. So uh, shout out to Stouts and Sly Fox. Send me a case. Thank you. Um, Anyway, I think I, I think I drank this beer on here before. Not that you guys would fucking know. Why would you know that? You can't see me unless I announce them like I did, like I did with this one. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I'm working through this this beer right before this virus thing had this fridge fully stocked, no repeats. Uh, I think it was over 80 beers, almost 90 beers. Well, uh, shelves are looking pretty slim. I can tell you that. Uh, I think we got to change what we consider an alcoholic in these times. Might have drank every day. I might have. There's no official results on this, but I might have drank every day since uh, since we've been quarantined. But, you know, I haven't got sick, so I guess you could say I'm still healthy, right? Uh, and I run here and there, 
and lift a couple weights. Been doing push-up ladders too. My wife and I have been doing push-up ladders uh, every hour, about two or three days a week. And uh, it's, that's, that's a nice way to get some push-ups in. Usually getting around uh, 250 to 300 push-ups a day. That's, that's, that's not bad, right? Anyway, here, <laughs> here's, uh, here's what, what song should we play from Lucifer? Here's uh, Leather Demon. And no, no, you know what? I, I want to play Leather Demon Labor. I want to play uh, Midnight Phantom first because I really like the riff on it. So let's, let's hear Midnight Phantom uh, from Lucifer and then get into my conversation with them. All right.
Hello. Hey, Dan. Hey, how's it going? Good. And, and Nick here. Oh, it's both of you. How are you guys doing? All right. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I assume uh, everybody's, uh, well, I guess we're in similar situations, no matter what part we're out of the world, right? Exactly. Yeah. So what part are you at? I I'm hope in, not work. No, no. Well, kind of close, but not too close. I'm in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So, all right. you know, within distance, but we're all right here. Where are you guys at exactly? We are 30 minutes south of Stockholm. 30 kind minutes? Of oh. Yeah, kind of in the country almost um, and by the sea. So we're pretty safe and not much um, changed out here. Everything looks the same, you know. But Right. Well, I got to say for, for, for us for us so far, it hasn't been that bad. It's for the for our kids though. They're they're the ones who are who are struggling with it. But, and are they at home and you have to homeschool them meanwhile? Uh yeah, it's a virgin of homeschooling, I guess. They they do, you know, tablets and it's pretty easy, you know, with the way school is right now, but it's mostly they just get bored and com- yeah. and complain, you know. Right. But if you if you have a house with garden that usually helps if you we should put. That's what we need to do. We need to put them to work, but you know they're not having it yet. So, yeah, there's always the vacuum cleaning, the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> we try, we try. But hey, so we're. We, I know we could we could go on about that stuff for a while, but what 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 has been good about um about this? I guess a little silver lining is that I've been able to be home to do these interviews with people who in other time zones that I usually can't. So um so I'm glad that I got the opportunity to talk to both of you and uh about about Lucifer cuz it's a band I've been listening to for quite a few years now and uh you just put out this record uh what what do we what, what do we what do we call this third record is it Lucifer 3 is it 3 is it what what do you guys say What do you want it to be called <laughs> I I don't know I don't know I can't decide called, there's so many options Lucifer 3 Okay yeah. Okay so it's been out for a week now how's how's feedback been uh, at this point, well, um, so far we we had pretty good feedback, but we didn't know how it's going. But just like an hour before this interview, we got our chat positions in, and I'm so excited and proud because in Sweden we uh, did a pretty good cut um, selling actual albums. You know, so it's good to know that people buy rock albums. Um, we we are actually on number one in the physical sales, number one vinyl, and number one hard rock. So, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow! So you won. You won all. all... <laughs> yeah, we we won that. So um, I have to show off because I've never had that in my life. So I'm super excited. It's like a kid with a prize, a ping pong <laughs> tournament prize or something. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that so? Uh, the, the other two records didn't do this well. I I mean, obviously, you're saying. Well, um, just as a comparison, this uh, the German album charts, we are on number 17, and the last album was on number 40. So it's getting better. Nice. Why do you think, uh, why do you think this one's doing so much better? Well, well, first of all, these are charts, and all, they're all dependable on what, whatever else is released that right. same week. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it. It just looks really good for us, <laughs> but we have no idea how much what the actual numbers mean. We don't know. That. Well, it it is sales, but it's um it could be that yeah there was maybe not so much competition this time. But you would think that um, word maybe gets around more. Of course, more people know us now. Um, it could also be because everybody's at home, you know. That's true. To- 
to avoid yeah. the virus. Who knows? That's true. I know for, for us, we've been doing a lot of, in my, in my house, me and my wife are both working side by side from home and I've kind of commandeered the airspace and took over the record player. We've been doing a lot of, a lot of listening. Um, I don't know if it's more because we do, you know, plenty of listening with streaming while working, but it's, it's definitely uh, go, going through the physical records more right now. Yeah. Yeah, us too. Yeah, well, there has to be good things coming out of this. Yeah, there has to be something, right? I mean, right. There's, yeah. enough, there's enough negative. Exactly. I mean, you know, people also need something to distract themselves so you don't go stir crazy at home. And yeah. we are, yeah. Well, so so for this one, it's doing better. It's doing better than, or it's doing very well, I should say. And uh, it's for you guys, What's how do you feel that this one is different from the previous two? I think uh, I would say... Lucifer 2 was kind of the transition album between Lucifer 1 and 3. Because we we did Lucifer 2, just Johanna, me, and Robin, who was the then guitar player. Uh, so now we have a steady lineup. Uh, we we just basically did Lucifer 2 without a lineup, just to get going. And um, now we have a lineup, and it feels... It feels pretty solid, and uh, yeah, that I would say that it feels good. Good. Yeah, and go ahead. I, I, I would say that Lucifer Three is a continuation of Number Two, but it probably explores more, you know, more sides to Lucifer, and maybe it's a little bit more horror themed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with with you, so you mentioned like it's a expanding on like so these sequential album titles one two three is that uh is that something to expect for for all future lucifer output or is that just or is it kind of a concept and you're not sure where this ends um yes it's um it's all open let's say it like this i don't i don't want to put any restrictions on this um it started with that um i you know i really like these classic album uh, that that method of labeling your album just from bands that I love, you know, like Led Zeppelin or, you know, if it's more modern than Danzig or whatever. But um, everything is open. Lucifer 4 may be called Lucifer 4 or 4 or Lucifer 4, the Corona album. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just know that because since I joined for Lucifer 2, I thought this is genius because I've been... I've been putting out albums for 30 years and always struggling with album titles. And I thought, this is awesome. Then you never have to think about the album title. It's all done. <laughs> so exactly. I, I embrace that fully. <laughs> yeah, I get it. And we all know what to expect as well. Well, we could maybe throw in the next album is maybe number nine. Who knows? <laughs> but I like I like the unexpected as well with Lucifer. Yeah. And that's why, for example, the album covers are all very different. You know, you had the very minimalistic Lucifer one and then the in-your-face photo on the second album. And now you had the painting. So um, I like to surprise people to keep it exciting somehow, if possible. What well, it is? It's kind of like it's kind of it's it's kind of like, especially the artwork there. It's kind of like it's getting momentum and it's kind of building something. And it's that's that's a cool way to look at it. I hadn't thought about it like that. But you you guys have uh, both of you have have been involved in uh, a lot of musical projects over the year over the years. Like a lot a lot. I mean, I didn't Nikki. I didn't know you were going to be on the call too. But I mean, especially 
both your catalogs are, are huge. Um, Mine's nothing compared to Nick's. <laughs> I, I, well, <laughs> comparatively, but you still, you've been involved in a lot of stuff. Um, but then again, nobody's <laughs> I mean, I've done insane amount of stuff, which I have no idea how that worked out. But yeah. Well, so what? So I mean, I know I asked you what the difference is between um, between the Lucifer albums, but between projects like why what excites you most about doing lucifer um recording um first playing live second yeah giving interviews last <laughs> but, but not, not on number three i mean <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well um well, go ahead well for me it's uh, playing drums again i have been missing that a lot yeah, when was the last time you played drums on an album? On an album, that must have been, uh, oh yeah, the Death Breath album. But that when was that? Like 2008? Right. 2007, maybe? So that was a while ago. Yeah. And I, I do miss drums. and uh, But that's not the main thing for Lucifer. I'm just happy to be in the band called Lucifer and with my wife. And it's it kicks ass. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, you you guys have been you guys have done a lot of touring. Um, you recently did was it recent was it this past or 2019 where you were in uh, the U.S. Yeah, we did, actually we did three uh, shorter tours in support of the last album in the states. We did uh, the East Coast, the West Coast, and the Southern states. Which was uh, this year. This which was th- this January. Exactly. Oh, you just did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I know I know this is kind of an obvious question, but I like asking. Uh, especially European bands, what's, what is the difference when you play here versus in Europe? What's the, what's like the biggest major difference? Okay. I tell you the there's best two. and the, the worst thing. Yeah. I, th- I would say there's two differences. Sure. There's okay. one good and one bad. The, the good thing is the audience is um, awesome because people are very outgoing and they are not ashamed to show when they have fun and they enjoy something you know they're not too cool for school they are like excitable and that's important when you play because if you have a band that uh, if you have an audience that's kind of like um secretly tapping their foot but having their arms crossed you know in front of their chest and that makes it hard for sparks to fly you know and um um, because you feed off that energy, you know, it's like a bouncing back and forth kind of. Um, the downside is the hospitality. You know, on our level, um, we get all kinds of different venues, but in the States, mostly small venues that don't have any green rooms. And that sucks. Because, I mean, try to pull on um, a velvet fringe suit when you're the only woman in the band and you try to do that in the one toilet in the bar. Where there's a line of 20 <laughs> people before you and you have to go on in two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, yeah. So that's um, more glamorous um, touring truth. You know, you know, if you go play Germany uh, and you maybe there's 50 people attending your show, you still get beers. You still get sandwiches. You still get everything. But we yeah. don't only get fifty people in Germany. <laughs> I, I wasn't talking about us. I was saying if if you pull as a band fifty people at a venue, or like twenty, you still get your beers. In in the states, if you get two drink tickets each, 
then you consider yourself lucky. That's true. Uh, but then yeah. you also have to tip for those two <laughs> drink tickets. Do you got a tip on drink tickets? I don't think that's I don't think that's right. I you mean, shouldn't. It's it's pretty crazy. I mean, a lot of venues in Germany actually have like washing machines, showers. They cook you warm, different dinners, vegan, vegetarian, anything you can think of. You get as many crates of, of beer as you want, a bottle of vodka, sure thing. Oh, you want a whiskey shot before the show? No problem. You know, <laughs> get fresh towels, a sack. You know, so I guess There's, we're spoiled. We're spoiled <laughs> in Europe. Yeah, but that sounds like it's way more fun. I don't blame you guys. Totally. <laughs> that's, that's when you also, you know, can deliver the best. Uh, <laughs> or not. <laughs> well, I, I, I have a lot of friends who, who do a lot of touring uh, and almost, I, w- I don't want to say exclusively, but they definitely tour Europe more than the States for reasons like you're saying. Uh, I want to try. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so the funny thing is, you know, it, it's really hard to get those visas to the States. You have to buy expensive plane tickets. You know, you you wait half a year um, to get your visas. Uh, they are complicated. They cost a lot of money, you know, and then you get there and you're like exhausted and then you have no green room. Well, you have a but, ticket. But then you are on stage and then you have that audience in front of you. Yeah, and that's, that's the payback in, in the best way possible. You know, that's um, when you know why you're doing this. And also for us, being from Europe, I mean, America is such a different different country. And also it feels like you're in many different countries because, I mean, Texas is not the same as, I don't know, Seattle. It's just different. And uh, that's really cool for us as a, as a tourist. Yeah, it's, it's really – Okay, I was I was I was talking about this uh, with my wife the other day. She's she's from Italy, so she's got you know her perspective. Uh, and we're talking about the differences in how how there's so many different uh, geographical areas with different different types of people over here. And yeah, like and we were basically making fun of the the, the white trash areas of <laughs> of our country. Like you know, I don't want to name name places, but there's certain areas where people are just. Can I don't you know, name- Please. Oh, please. yes, sure. We can name like Arkansas and Alabama and Louisiana and, you know, I was just trying not to say the South, but basically the South. I love it. I didn't have to say one thing. <laughs> but they, uh, they, you know, it's, it is like it's, there's people that I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I can't understand them, but I have trouble understanding, but not even just their language, but their culture and how, how they think the way they do. So, um, so I, I can't imagine what coming over. And and then going through all these different versions of us, what it looks like. I love it. It's it's great. I I actually honestly love touring the states. I'm always excited to come to the states. Um, I I don't know what it is. Maybe it is the three years that I lived in California. Um, but I do consider it a second home. And I'm not saying that to schmooze or brown nose anyone here. <laughs> No, I'm serious. I love touring the States. Nick knows this. I always bring back so much stuff from the gas stations. <laughs> Unbelievable. From the gas stations? Oh, yes. Oh, there's a lot to be found at American gas stations. Yeah, the trash you probably wouldn't even look at. <laughs> That's what we like here. <laughs> what is it? Tell me. Tell me a thing. What okay. is, what's the thing? Okay, the, the, okay, from the last tour, I brought back... Um, um, well, it's always shot glasses of the different states. It's magnets for the fridge. I brought back um, from the desert a cactus, um, cactus seeds to grow one of these giant cactuses, <laughs> um, which which first sprouted and now it died. 
<laughs> I brought um, I bought a really cool, cheap looking, like super like early eighties looking bandana, which has the most ugly skeleton that you can imagine on it, on a motorcycle, and it says "Fire Up and Ride," which was inspiration for a Motorhead type song that. Nick and I were assigned to do for a for an exclusive Swedish seven inch, uh, which ended up being the song title. So as I say, you can find anything at an American gas station. It's awesome. That's funny, and and you're right. That is that's that, basically you're talking about all the stuff that people in Arkansas and Louisiana and all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny, but but I but it is, I mean that's what it's for. So somebody's got to buy it. So it's that's that's cool. Everybody's got their thing. <laughs> so, um, so you guys, I, I, well, all right. So you guys played, uh, were involved in like heavier and more, what I don't know what we would call it, extreme, uh, extreme bands prior to Lucifer. And then eventually, like, so what made you come around to like this classic rock sound? Cause I know for me, it was, it wasn't always cool. Like there was stuff my parents listened to. And then at some point I realized I suddenly had all the records too. And exactly. So, I, I second everything you say. Same but, here. But I've been doing classic rock since '95, so it's not a turning yeah, point, you, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> not for me. Yeah. But you're older than me too. I know. I'm so fucking old. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> no, but same here. I mean, my parents listened to classic rock, and um, when I was a teenager, my brother was a punk. So my natural rebellion was heavy metal. You know, that's what carried me away and um, then later on I you know I realized that all the records my parents had were cool and I you know one by one they ended up in my collection <laughs> so uh, absolutely and I think the older I get the more I you know I kind of go back in time uh, discovering old music and we honestly don't really listen to a lot of modern stuff at home you know it's really more like um trying to find even more like hidden treasures from the late 60s and 70s and there's lots to find like nika always um has some good bargain bin thing that nobody has ever heard of that's really worth checking out checking out there's always you know an album that has like one cool song bargain bins that's where it's at for one dollar you can get really good music well, it's, if you figure we, uh, there's got to be at least one good song on most of those records, right? You know, uh, not, 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 not always. Um. <laughs> well, that's that's. So, is is it fair to like with with the amount of? I guess it'd be fair, but with the amount of bands that are playing what what we're now calling, I guess retro. Um, oh, is it is, is it retro? If everybody's no, playing it, of course it's not retro. No. Exactly. It's timeless. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's um, it's just hard rock or classic. Well, classic rock is also a similar thing. Yeah, it Can sounds I, a little weird. It's timeless. So just it's just hard rock or rock or heavy whatever. rock or, or yeah. I mean retro. It's like I don't know. It's it's eating a sandwich retro. It's <laughs> you know it's it's always good. No, it's a good. That's a that's a that's a very very good point. Um. So, but you got you guys do a lot of tours with uh, with metal bands, which makes makes sense, of course. Um, but and but do you ever? And I, I haven't looked at your recent tours, so I'm so I apologize if I'm un uh, I'm not up to speed. But do you ever go on the other side of the coin and go to the more rock and roll, like a, a more rock and roll package? 
Yeah, we played with with the bands like that too. And I'm trying to name drop some stuff here. Yeah. So you have to help me. Help me. No. Why? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, we have we have we only play with metal bands. Only play so. no. All right. But I guess so so <laughs> what, we do. What know. I find is curious, do you do you cross over like do you cross over that way as well as you cross over into the to metal world? I think so. I mean, there's there's some of our fans. Maybe we're the heaviest band they listen to, and some other fans we're probably the softest band they listen to. That's the thing. I think, uh, and that's a cool thing. I think for Lucifer is that you could put us, you know, with anyone. You know, I I think it would work if we would go on tour with Merciful Fate um, as well as um, I don't know. Blues pills or something. I mean, uh, to to name stuff that's not metal. But um, I think you could send us on tour with a doom band, you know, with a like like a proper heavy metal band. For example, on our last tour, we were on tour. We had as a support Savage Master, and then um, Overdose from New York City, which is kind of like a Motorhead band. Um, I had picked those bands um, because I you know, to avoid that our agent books a bunch of stoner, so-called stoner bands yeah. as our support, you know. I, I do feel more of having a foot in the metal scene than um, that's what I grew up with, opposed to, um, because I, I feel that um, we are often being thrown into a box that might not be our box, if you know what I mean. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's kind of why I was asking because I because I because I don't know if yeah you're being you're being pigeonholed into playing to a certain crowd uh, at no fault of your own that maybe you know more more people would be open to Lucifer but it seems like it seems like you're still getting in front of those people. Yes, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think we have a very mixed crowd, you know, uh, and I can see that. I mean, I see the statistics on Spotify. So we have super young teenage girls that love Lucifer, and we have very old bearded guys. That like <laughs> very old, meaning my age. <laughs> <laughs> That's very mixed. I didn't know you could see the. I didn't know you could see the uh, the demographics like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it shows you like the different age groups and how how much percentage female and male in in the age groups, and you can see all the like top cities and top countries and so on. Spotify gives you pretty um, exact uh, details about who's listening. That's cool. Uh, being being a um, a woman, is it important for you to, that that you have uh, female listeners? Is that what you do? You, do you want to reach them? Or is that doesn't matter who's doesn't matter who's listening? Um, I'm happy that we have such a diverse audience, and yeah. I hope it's that way. I I, I think um, good. I mean, if mu- I'm not saying whether or not Lucifer is good, of course I think that. But yeah. <laughs> what I was gonna say is that good music, you know, should have, um, have appeal to anyone, you know, and. I mean, a band like like all the classic bands that we love, you know. Um, you know, Motorhead or Black Sabbath or whatever. I mean, they have fans that are six years old and fans that are, I don't know, 80 or something, you know, it's like right. maybe not 80, but maybe 66 or something like that. But I'm dabbling. I'm sorry. It's late. Oh no. Yeah. It probably is late for you guys. What time is it over there? 
We like. It's half past eight. Oh, okay, so, yeah. So, see, I'm in the middle of my day, so I, I'm, it's not too bad for me. So I apologize if I'm dragging you on. But so I noticed, I noticed uh, on this record you have the song Lucifer on the album Lucifer Three by Lucifer, which is almost you almost did the Black Sabbath by back Black Sabbath on Black Sabbath. Does that feel like a missed opportunity? Yeah, it was. I mean, I don't know why it took us so long, but here it is. I don't think it's a missed opportunity. I'm so glad I didn't throw that one out with the first album. Oh, okay. Because um, Lucifer has changed so much. So now I'm very excited to put it into the set. And if it would have been a song from the first album, you know, by now maybe, I don't know. It just felt like now is the right time. That's reasonable. That's perfectly reasonable. Well, with with uh, this uh, this this coronavirus shit, how much has has it derailed anything you had going on with Lucifer? Yeah, the tours that are coming up. Uh, we were supposed to tour late April and May. That's obviously out the window. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, we're usually staying put here when we're not out touring so and you know we write music at home we have our studio here and yeah so for us it other than that which is quite a big part (laughs) well it's it's not as much of a sacrifice as other people it's really just that one european tour that's going to get postponed to next year so it's not entirely lost you know i just feel sorry for you know the people that work with us you know that for them it's their pay, you know, that they don't have. And a lot of people are worried about how things go on. I mean... Yeah, because we don't get paid anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For us, it's always the same. <laughs> now you get two drink tickets. Come on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I know, the, I know the album just literally just came out. Uh, it was a week ago, right? The 20th. Um, yeah. So, I guess other than touring, that's not going to happen there's um does this just expedite the next record for lucifer yes absolutely we're gonna try to write lucifer four five and six in the... <laughs> so then we have that at least there you go all right guys well hey thank you for taking the time to do this interview i'm gonna let you yeah, go and uh love Pleasure the record talk. yeah absolutely thank you very much all right, take care you take too. care yeah, bye Bye-bye.
your fate Wish you was to get your bite That's what it takes to light the fire So there you go. That was uh, Leather Demon off of Lucifer 3 by Lucifer. So, uh, that, yeah. So And also, that was my conversation with, with Johanna and Nick. Uh, I wasn't. I didn't say this before, but I wasn't expecting Nick uh, on that call. I just thought it was Johanna, so I was a little surprised, and it caught me off guard. I think I mentioned that in the interview, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, messed me up a little bit. It, it, sometimes these things can be awkward. Do you know that? <laughs> when you don't, you've never, you never talked to these people before, and then you call them up, and and you're in weird time zones, and everybody's all fucked up, and sometimes there's a language barrier, sometimes there's not. It's just, uh, it's just interesting. It's interesting, and uh, you know, you don't know when people are joking with you, you don't know when people are annoyed by you, and uh, in, in my case, sometimes you don't care, uh, and other times, you know, I don't know. It's just weird. But uh, I appreciate uh, Johanna, Nick, and uh, and Balbareth all taking the time to speak with me for for this episode. Um, it's a weird, weird world we're living in. Weird shits going on. Um, there's we're still trapped in our houses, right? Which is fine for the most part. 
Uh, I think it's getting to us a little bit, but you know what? Whatever. I saw Trump on TV today with his three phases for how he's going to reopen the country. That uh, big surprise he has no control over. Um, but, you know, whatever. Maybe we'll be back to some uh, something that resembles normal someday soon. Maybe we never will. I don't know. But I'm just going to keep doing this, and that's the way it is. Oh, and I also mentioned in the past couple episodes about the unveiling of gettingitout.net. As far as I know, we're still on schedule. All right. Uh, my man Michael Nice is pumping out material like a madman. My man Rick, he's still working shit out too, and it's beautiful. Uh, I got some other people on board that I really love uh, having having involved in this. Um, got a lot of got a lot of cool interviews. Got a lot of cool conversations um, that are that are not going to be podcasts. They're going to be text, and uh, hopefully you enjoy it. I got this cool list that I'm ready to drop. I'm excited, man. Gettingitout.net is going to be the place that you want to be, the place you come to read the things that you want to read. I don't know what that means. It's really vague, but whatever. You know, bear with me here. We're working something out. All right. Um, so, so that's that's. I guess that's got to be it for this episode, right? What more is there to do? We already did two interviews. Plays you a few songs. I guess it didn't go that long. I could have put the the the, the horrible uh, getting it out podcast rap song in the beginning, uh, but I didn't do that to you. So that's my coronavirus gift to you. By the way. Speaking of coronavirus gifts, my wife is making these awesome coronavirus cakes, which, you know, whatever. Yeah, take advantage of the situation a little bit. She's making cakes that look like the coronavirus, you know, that ball with the with the upside-down uh, upside triangles, red triangles on it. You know what it looks like by now. Everybody knows what the coronavirus looks like under the microscope. Well, you should eat that in a cake. If you're local, buy one off first. She'll make one for you. Uh, that's, like, that's my cake plug for this one. Um... But yeah, that's it for this episode. Let's end it on another listener-submitted track. This one comes from Keep Away. Uh, they're out of uh, they're out of Detroit. Um, uh, Tommy Two Thumbs sent me this song and uh, sent me the whole EP, and I wanted to play this song. Uh, it's called uh, it's called Legacy. It's off of their their demo, and uh, he says uh, it sucks not being able to play shows, but it's gonna suck even worse to see faces missing when we can again. Keep your head up, never stop fighting, and just like in the circle pit, if you see someone get, go down, reach your hand out and help them back up. Stand together or fall apart. Cheers. Tommy Two Thumbs. Hey, Tommy, I like the sentiment, and I like hardcore, and you guys play pretty decent hardcore. So here it is. Here's Keep Away with uh, Legacy off of their demo that was released last October. Um, just like Tommy and Keep Away and uh, Democles and whoever else I play on previous episodes. If you want your music played on the podcast, just send it in. Dan at gettingitout.net. So thanks. Thanks, Tommy, again. And uh, here it is. Uh, Legacy by Keep Away. And that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.